Hi, my name is Jonathan, and I'm a grateful member of the Alateen Al-Anon family groups. And um, uh, just to let you know, I am using notes also. And uh, I got, you know, before this happened, I had to uh, type out my story and uh, share it with the old-timer in my dad's group and, um, you know, go over it with him and, you know, see things in there about my writing, you know, how I only, when I did it the first time, was concentrating, you know, on the negative stuff, on the problems, and, you know, go back and, you know, go through there and put some things that I'm grateful for and, you know, not make it look like my life's a death story and, you know, so dark and evil and, you know, and lighten it up a little bit and, um... You know, it was it was neat getting to come out here, and I I enjoy getting to come out here with my family and go places and do things. And um, you know, for me, it all started when my parents found the program. A few months later, each other, and then they got married, created me, or actually they created me, then got married. And um, but that's that's their story, and. Um, Our family is in a very strong home group, but still, you know, in, in the earliness of sobriety around the house and, you know, insanity was still there. You know, things didn't, you know, come into the program and were perfect all of a sudden, you know. And, you know, like I said, that's still their part of the story. And, you know, I got to encounter, I was affected by the insanity and of early sobriety. And, and you know, an example of that would be, getting hung off the balcony, a two-story balcony by my dad because I was colicky. I couldn't stop crying, you know, at a couple months old. And, you know, it was also then that my mom discovered the power of the three magical words, call your sponsor. And um, I made it through the situation with no cuts, bruises, just right. And from time to time, I was, from the time I was, baby to the time I was about four years old, I would go with my mom to her meetings and my dad, you know, to their meetings and get to go to their meetings and, you know, sit in on them because, you know, when I was brought into that group, I was the only child in that group and there was no other kids. And so they hadn't created babysitting or, you know, have a babysitting room. And so I just had to sit in on the meetings and, um, just sit there and, you know, kind of try to learn how to understand what's going on and, you know, do whatever to pass the time. And, um, you know, I got to go with my mom when I was about four years old, started going with her uh, to a meeting in Oceanside and uh, riding down there on people's laps most of the time, you know, and, and full cars having to ride on people's laps at four years old and, you know, fall asleep, sweat on them, and fun time for everybody, and, uh, you know, how fun it was playing in the the playground 10, 20 yards away from a railroad track where the train came by a couple of times during the couple hours while we were down there, you know, and right across the street from the beach, and, you know, and get to go over there sometimes, and, 
you know, like I said, this is where I got to, you know, have to go back and think about fun things that happened in my life and not concentrate on so much the negative. And, you know, it was fun getting to go down there with my mom and, you know, before I had a meeting of my own to go to and, uh, you know, get to go down to the beach with the group and get to go hang out with my mom and dad and their home groups and, um, you know, get, get to go do things that are fun. And, um, other fun stuff, you know, get to go with them on campouts and fishing trips and learn how to camp and, you know, things like that, father-son stuff, and getting to go with my parents to most places they went, getting to go on half-day fishing trips and the whole group and learning how to bait my hook with live bait, and, you know, and just fun things like that, you know, and getting to look at the fun things that I got to do with my family. And, um, you know, thanks to the program and, you know, learning how to do those things. And, um, you know, you get to learn about that with my dad's story and, you know, how that happens. But, like I said, being the first kid in the group that my parents are in, there was no babysitting, so I had to sit in on the meeting. I was well informed by my parents about allotene and preteen. When the time came that it, I was, that I could go when I turned seven, I was allowed to attend my first preteen meeting willingly and um, part partially willingly. I wanted to go. I also had to go. And uh, not knowing what to expect, I had the whole night imprinted in my head vividly, except for who and what was shared. And, you know, where I sat and what happened, you know, what we did before, after, during the break, and, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. And... Um, the specifics of what people were playing past the time and got to learn a lot about that meeting and, you know, how to, how to show respect, leadership and other stuff in a meeting and, um, you know, getting to learn. And, uh, I enjoyed that meeting for two and a half to three years, uh, till for whatever reason, those three meetings were checked out of there, the Allen on the Allotine and the Preteen meeting. And, um, you know, they were kicked out of there, and there's a park down the street that you used to go to, you know, because there would be other nights to where they'd have other people in that are more important, and so they ask us to, you know, spend that week down, down the street, or, you know, can you find another location for this week, and, you know, there's a park down the street, and we'd go there, and we'd have, you know, blankets and stuff, and lanterns, and, you know, have an outside meeting, and, uh, you know, when the, those three meetings were kicked out of there, we had to spend, you know, two nights at that park. And the first week I did okay. Second week I decided it would be okay to skip the first half of the meeting and uh, go play at the playground. And, you know, to make it more okay, I took another person with me. And then <laughs> then came back to hear the speaker and, uh, you know, hey, I'm here to hear the speaker, you know, nothing's wrong. And... You know, nobody really liked that idea, and um, so nobody saw my logic that the first half of the meeting was okay to skip because I already know all the readings. And my mom, my mom made it clear to me that I would not be attending that meeting again or any meeting for a month because of my actions, which really upset me because you know I was liking the meetings and getting to go interact with people my own age and program. And um, after a month passed, I was voted into an Allotene meeting, you know, went and found an Allotene meeting in um, Huntington Beach and got to go down there and 
have to get voted in at 10 years old, you know, and keep hitting this podium with my cast, which is a story I'll have to tell you all about in a minute here. Um, so uh, then a meeting started up, you know, because during this time more people were coming into my parents' home groups with kids, and so they decided, up to, decided to start a preteen meeting up at the at the hall where we have our meetings and um, where they have their meetings. And um, so they asked me to come and be a part of that because I've been in Alateen before and to kind of be an example and uh, help get that meeting started. And, um, you know, so I got to go do that. And pretty soon an Alateen meeting started in the room next door. And I currently attend that meeting on Wednesday nights and the meeting that I call my home group, which is on Thursday nights. And, you know, I call... I call my Thursday night one my home group, you know, because people want to be there. And, um, you know, once in a while we have a quarter coming in and, you know, that meeting's, that meeting participates in, you know, area service and, you know, world service a little bit and not, you know, and they're listed in the directory and we get newcomers at that meeting, you know, and that want to be there. Most of the time. And, um, you know, at the Southern meeting, this Wednesday night one, nobody really wants to be there and they're being forced by their parents, you know, but I go to that one because I'm also being forced by my parents to go. But, um, you know, I go there and, you know, most of the time I try to make that meeting the best I can, putting in, you know, what I can week after week after week, even though. It doesn't seem to be helping anybody, and, um, you know, and the sponsor in there is just getting tired of nobody wanting to be there, nobody wanting to participate. And, you know, that's why I call my Thursday one my home group, because, you know, everybody shares it, everybody participates, you know, and everybody is liking it and wants to be there, you know, and keep coming back and get to go all the different places and attend all the different functions, and... um I I enjoy to the fullest my Thursday night meeting for its involvement in area conventions, WSO, World Service and stuff, and what it does to be involved in uh, things. And a little about me, I'm 14, freshman year of high school, and, um, you know, like I said, I love the program. I love getting to do things, you know, and being a part of committees and, you know, getting to part of service, and, uh, you know, we have different Alateen put on functions back where I'm from, and, you know, one of them's called SCAC, and uh, I was asked to be on the SCAC committee, which means Southern California Alateen Conference, and um, you know, and what I had actually wrote here on this note was, you know, I I was, there's a couple people on that committee, you know, and I wrote about, you know, I put down how much I love the program. I like to be a part of committees and finding people who are going to be committed as I am, you know, through my own eyes, people who are willing to be committed or who are committed as I like to be. And, um, you know, and only knowing a few of them and not very many, you know, who are willing to go the full nine yards to do things, you know, and 
like to do take on commitments and you know fulfill them and whatever and um you know I got to be on that the scout committee and um you know the committee that's on a conference a three day Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. It's at a college campus with uh, about 400 Alateens and 150 sponsors and meetings almost around the clock and a couple fun things here and there, slideshows, talent shows, dances, you know, sleeping at the dormitories and, you know, eating out of the cafeteria for that weekend and, um, you know, that committee it really gets looked up to, and it's, you know, they getting to find out what that committee is really about, you know, and more or less ego, you know, just get to be on that committee, you know, and, you know, everybody looks up to that committee, and, you know, everybody wants to be on it, and, you know, they can only have so many people on it, and so, you know, getting to, getting to see the true motives of being behind that committee, being on that committee, and, um, you know, the program affects my life in such a way that a few months ago, when I wasn't doing anything, that I, things that I should have been, not writing, not calling my sponsor, I got kicked out of my Wednesday night meeting, and, and they asked me not to, not to come back until next week with a better attitude. And, um, you know, that was when I got to take a look at what I was doing and what I wasn't doing. And, um, you know, get to think about it and, you know, I get to look at that character defect there when I'm not doing things in the program, not talking to a sponsor, not writing, you know, not, not really participating as actively as I should in my program on a day-to-day basis. I get kicked out of my meetings. My grades start to slip. You know, when things just happen, start, you know, messing up my life and, um, all self-inflicted. And, uh, that's, you know, I got to take a long look at, like I said, what I wasn't doing. And, you know, with the, with the help of a sponsor, I got to see that character defect and make some, after making some changes, I got to go back to that meeting with a clear head and hear a member apologize to me for getting me kicked out and not, you know, to me, he had nothing to do with it. And But he came up and said, you know, hey, sorry about getting you kicked out last week. And it's like, what? No, that was me. You know, and I had already gotten into looking at my part in it and, uh, you know, what I had done and never really thought about anybody else's part in that, you know. So it kind of like, whoa, you know. And... They're always, they always seem to turn around, my grades always seem to turn around though once I, my head gets back into the program and I can, you know, build my grades back up and that's what I'm getting to do right now if I want to continue on in the honors program that I'm in at school and, you know, I try and have to make up papers that, you know, were due a while back and I just forgot about them and, <laughs> oops. You know, those just slips your mind, forget forget to do your homework and forget that you had that due and then you find out the next day and then forget about it again and 
you know, getting to go back and have to make up some of these papers to try to get my grade back up and, um, you know, and trying to just work that, work a good program in that area of my life, you know, and with all our, in all of our affairs, you know, the school. And, uh, you know, my priority straight now to get to take care of business. And, um, when I was young and in preaching, I adopted the slogan, Easy Does It, and used it all the time, you know, became my favorite slogan. And, uh, you know, when dad would get a little angry or mom would get a little angry, you know, Easy Does It, and, you know, and learn how to puzzle in some other ones in there, you know. Easy Does It, let's take care of things, first things first, one day at a time, you know, and those complicated sentences, and... Still today in those family situations where something was said wrong or someone's feelings were upset, you know, one of us is always in a good place and, you know, uses slogans and call your sponsor or whatever to, you know, try to change the situation around or neutralize it for the moment and, you know, so people can get back in a good place. And um, a big issue that I know comes up a bit with all teens and not just allotines, is issues of drugs, alcohol, and peer pressure. You know, I'm glad to say that with the help of the program giving me strength, I, I have not done any of either three, and I have not had to, um, you know, with the program's help, you know, giving helping me with self-worth, I've not had to encounter these. You know, I've been to meetings with people who do pot and drink. One right now is in a locked home eating mom to take her back into her program house. The other one I have no clue about. You know, and it's just like they don't mix. You can't do both. Alateen and drugs. You know, it just doesn't work, you know. And I've also seen people from school you know, that I know drink, and I know, you know, they I can't talk common sense into them and get them to stop doing what they're doing, you know, and I just have to let that go, and, you know, they know what they're doing, and uh, that had no effect on them anyways. And um, I've been there, seen weed, but never done or been directly offered it, you know. So... When asked why I've never been offered, I responded that my personality says that I'm not interested or not the type to do that, so don't ask. Or another thing that crossed my mind with that question is that when I have seen it, I usually don't hang around or mention it. Take off and, you know, just go over to someone else I know and go hang out with them, you know, and whatnot. Like I said, I love service, first kind of service, outside group level is sharing of service, coming here, you know, getting to go places, share with nice people like you, and um, my experience, strength, and hope, getting to go with my family, excluding my little brother for now, and, you know, it's, it's neat getting to go with my family because it really brings out, you know, the whole meaning of our story, and with no gaps in there, and um, I look down at my mom, kind of teary-eyed right now, so I'm getting, you know, 
I've gotten to share with the family a few times, and most in, the, my most enjoyable one would probably have to be the international convention two years ago. You know, and I went there just having found out that our family would be speaking at the meeting, walking through the convention center. I thought we'd be sharing at one of those in one of those small little rooms with 20 people, no big deal. Find out the night before that we'd be sharing in the Delta Center in front of over 4,000 people. And um, I like to say it was a great experience. From from the table on the stage, you could see all 4,000. You can't see anybody. Basically, you can only see the first few rows in front of you because you got big spotlights hitting you. And so, I mean, it, it felt like sharing to 20, 30 people. You know, you can't see anybody, and you're just sitting, looking down at the few people that you can see in front of you. And so that made it real easy to get through that. and with no fear. <laughs> okay, so I was a li- so I was a little nervous. And uh, <laughs> I had no plan and where I was really able to share from the heart, you know, and I didn't have any plan when I went up there to share and um, you know, that was said to be one of the best times I've talk was, you know, because I didn't know what I was going to say, and so I, it really got to be shared from the heart, and, um, you know, that's a, okay, never mind. I've gotten to go a few other places, passing the message of Alateen on to others, you know, to places that have small amounts of Alateen or just getting started, you know, like I got to go with my mom to share in Juneau, Alaska. And, you know, the program up, the program down where I am, that's been around for about 40 years, the Alateen program, somewhere near there. And um, up there, it's only been around one or two years, you know, and they have one one or two groups up there and not very many Alateens. And, um, you know, and getting to go places and see the different, you know, types of meetings and how Alateen works in different places. And, um, you know, my Thursday night meeting, it's been around about 30-something years at that same location, my Thursday night Alateen meeting. And um, at the same location. But like I said, in Juneau, though, it hasn't been there very long, and a dozen or so Alateens that showed up to hear the luncheon speaker, me, and um, recently, though, I've become a group rep for my Thursday night meeting. And many times before, our GR would never be able to make it to the meetings for some reason. You know, and, you know, not very consistent about making it to the meetings, and because most of the time there's nothing there that you know you really have to be there for, and it's just to hear reports and no reason to go. And you know, when I took that over. I've been trying to make a commitment to show up every week, or I mean every other month or whenever they have them, every three months. And, you know, I've missed one or two because due to bad planning on days as other commitments, you know, some of it on my part, some of it not, you know. And 
but you know, I need I keep trying to show up for those and I've only missed one so far. Not to mention that the district that this is in is a new district and it's just getting on its feet. You know, and I guess it and it's it has nothing to do with it, and it's mostly the Spanish district, the area that's in. And there's very, very few meetings in there, not to mention that most of them don't have a GR. And so it's a, you know, it's a very small district, and there's not very many people at the district meetings for this district. And um, they just had a change in district representatives. So, I mean, that wasn't, that was another factor that, you know, kind of made it hard. It's just been getting back on its feet. And, um, but I, like I said, I made a commitment to start showing up, and so I did. When I walked through the door, they asked me if I was lost. My first time, they asked me if I was lost, and I said, no, I'm here for the district meeting. And they're all, what? You know, because they're not used to having an Allen team show up. And, you know, like I said, our past GR was never really there. And, um, you know, so... I got to go there and participate, pitching pitching ideas about, you know, fundraisers and things to boost the um, district, you know, and kind of let it, let people know it's starting up again and it's going to come back. And, uh, you know, I gave the idea of an alathon, to have an alathon. And, um, you know, should, most of you should know, it's just basically like, a fundraiser where a couple or a district goes in on it, all the different meetings, they bring things and donate, you know, sodas. And then, you know, they pass, we pass out flyers all over the place and, and ask a few speakers to come one day thing, you know, for a couple hours and uh, have a few speakers, you know, bake sale and just different stuff or try to, you know, raise some funds and make some excitement about the meeting or the new district, you know, and the What's okay? Um, I took on a commitment on that alathon and was, but was unable to attend the next two meetings. And like I said, I'm not the perfect attendance, and um, because of other commitments I had, and it turned out though that since our meeting was, you know, in that district, um, they asked to have a few, an alatine panel at that alathon, and. I said, I'll share, and I didn't know it was going to be the same alathon, so I go showing up there, and it's like, you know, whoa, I'm on the committee, and I'm also sharing, and, um, you know, I didn't know it, but it was kind of neat, and that alathon went great, you know, and that district's really getting to take off now, and glad I get to be a part of that, you know, and get to help with that how I, however I can, and, um, like I said, I volunteered to share at that panel, not realizing that it was the same alathon, but it turned out okay. And the alathon did good, you know, in raising money and getting a lot of support there. A lot of people show up to, you know, see what's going on and hoping that other meetings in that district that don't have GRs are going to get some, you know, and start having good attendance, better attendance at the district meetings and, um, like I was saying about SCAC, the Southern California Allotine Conference, and, you know, sleeping in dorms, yeah, talent show, okay. The committee 
that puts us on consists of the sponsor, co-sponsor, and the rest of the committee is just Alateens. And um, the sponsor and the co-sponsor, which are Alanons, they don't do anything except make sure that we cover our part, and they let us, they let the rest of the committee do everything after that from make sure that the college is reserved, we have a spot there, everything's going to run smoothly, you know, flyers are up and out, and, you know, and everything that just, they just stand back and watch us work and make sure, make sure we don't screw it up and, uh, tell us what to do if we do. And, um, In a way, I can be proud to say I'm on the committee since May of last year, but appearances and everything. The committee has a great picture of being supporting with scholarships to people who don't have enough money to attend SCAC and, you know, donate money afterwards to districts and WSO and all the thing. Like it says, um, never mind. Since my parents are real involved in a strong home group, they didn't want, uh, the committee didn't want me to attend the SCAC after party or know what goes on there. And, um, you know, that's none of my business what does go on there. And, you know, I can, I found out what goes on there though. And I know today that it's my choice to be involved in that or not. Oh, that I choose to be a part of the committee for the commitment, not the after fun. And, um, Another committee that is formed by Alateens in our area is, has been for a while now is the Alateen Committee for the AFG Convention, which is a large convention in the area, and it's um, put on by Alanons with Alateen and AA participation. And, um, you know, the Alateens get to do their part of it and, uh, you know, get to get rent their rooms in the convention center there and, you know, kind of put on their own section of it and uh be a part you know this it's a smaller committee and it's smaller attendance than SCAC but um you know I got I got to be on that committee and um you know and like I said smaller because well I think that the Alabama participation is smaller because there's also AAs and Al-Anons there who host it and so I don't know the kids just don't want to go anymore they don't want to go to that because there's a grown-ups there. And, um, you know, uh, I want to share about the cast. And um, what happened with this was at school five weeks ago, uh, this kid was pestering me one day. You know, he hit me with the ball a few times. And then, you know, I followed my dad's or what my dad says about fights, walk away, but if they follow you, well, yeah. Um, and I walked away, and like he said he was going to do, he said he was going to kick my butt, and he did, and literally. And I turned around and hit him in the face and fractured a bone in my hand. <laughs> and, so, and so I've gotten to wear this cast, and... um it's called a boxer fracture, and I got so I got to wear this cast for the last five weeks, five and a half weeks, and get it off Tuesday. And um, glad about that. And 
you know, nothing I want to share about my brother. Three years old, and, um, you know, what my mom says is, if I ever want to know what I was like at that age, take a look at him. <laughs> and that scares me. <laughs> I, I hope I wasn't like that. He, he's good. It's neat having a brother, you know, and our age difference is 11 years apart. And, uh, which is just about the same as my dad's and his brother's, or his brother, and, um, you know, about the same age difference apart there. And, uh, you know, I don't have to be jealous of him today. You know, and, cause I kinda like being left alone in some ways, and, you know, and he gets to, he gets to learn how he wants to. You know, I get to teach him and be a part of his life, and, you know, I'll... Okay, now. Stop. And I enjoy that, brother, you know, and I... Why am I doing this? Okay. Because I'm grateful. Okay, now I'm all... I think I'm just about done here. And, uh... You know, but there's one more thing I did want to say, though. You know, and besides, I love my little brother, and, you know, sneak in to teach him things, you know, get to, he has little games on the computer, you know, that get to teach him numbers and counting and, you know, pre-reading and, you know, little Dr. Seuss games and Horton the Elephant and help find Horton's mother. And, you know, it's neat getting to, getting to sit back and watch him, you know, learn how to operate the mouse and, you know, the different buttons on the keyboard and, you know, what they do and, you know, just teach him and, you know, watch him grow up. He brought unity to this, our family, a lot, you know, and it's, it's been great and it will be. It's hard to be a big brother. <laughs> but, um, my one teacher at school, he's He's cool. He's my science teacher, and, um, you know, he's a, I don't know, he's, he's got a religion, and, you know, he's very strong with it, and, um, you know, he's almost like a preacher in a way, but he's, you're not allowed to preach religion at school, so, he talks about quotes, and, you know, being good at will, and a couple of times he, you know, says stories or sayings that are familiar to the program's teachings and things I've heard in the program. And I especially like the story they told and I've heard before about the starfish. And my mom knows I stole, she says I stole this one from her sponsor, but I just want to tell this one. One morning an old man went walking the beach early. During the night the waves had washed up onto the shore hundreds upon thousands upon millions of starfish. The man kept walking and noticed way, way up in the distance a figure performing what appeared to be some kind of dance or ritual. As he got a little bit closer, he noticed the figure was doing this dance over and over, moving around before continuing the next time. Getting pretty close now, the man realized it was a child. 
Getting a little closer, he noticed that the child was throwing starfish back into the water so that the rising sun wouldn't drive them out and kill them. The man approached the little girl and asked, Why are you wasting your time throwing starfish back into the water? With millions of them up and down this beach, you can't possibly make a difference. The little girl stared up at him for a moment, reached down, picked up a starfish, raised it, and said, It matters all the difference in the world to this one. Threw it back into the surf. We all have opportunities to make differences in the lives of others, especially in this program. I know that when I keep coming back and working this program, it's a lot easier to help people and make a difference. And I want to thank the committee for asking me and my family to come out here to share. Thank you.